Oh, Tottenham Everton. Oh, why am I doing this to myself? I really have no clue. It was so painful to watch this match that even somewhat dead but somewhat decent Everton from last season and this season looked actually good. And you know what? I'm going to be honest here. And I'm going to praise Everton at the very least a little bit. Maybe actually too much as a Liverpool supporter. And um, yeah. And the end of the day, you need to put your feelings aside. And if they deserved it, I'm going to say that they deserved it. And I'm going to actually praise them a little bit. And today, well, a couple days ago, four days ago, I want to say, Jesus Christ. Uh, they actually deserved it. They won 1-0 against Tottenham. And oh, I had some madmans actually tell me that they're gonna win some sort of trophy this season. Uh-huh. Tottenham. The trophyless Tottenham. The, the fucking Tottenham with Jose Mourinho. I don't know what games did they watch, because they had a period of time where Jose actually tried to play attacking football. And... Work like a roller coaster. One game it worked, another it didn't. One was a total hit, another was a total disaster. And after some time, he quickly understood that the fans, they don't give a shit, they want to win, but they also love, you know, attacking style of football. And he said, fuck you guys, I'm gonna do what I do best in my entire life play defensive football, but without fast you know, counterattack that he was so famous for in Real Madrid. So what do we have at the end? Dad Tottenham. And well, guess what? At this game, we had Tottenham that didn't do shit. They barely run, they barely pressed, they barely actually did anything. I would love to criticize some player from Tottenham, but I just cannot do this because no one actually did anything. You know, you can say that Horty or what? What's his name? The the dude that he, they bought from Wolverhampton was quite average. And you know what? I'm gonna agree with this. Uh, he wasn't playing at best of his uh, potential. Doherty, I remember fucking hell. Horty, yeah, I'm a little bit dumb, I'm a little bit sick. I'm trying to get some excuses in. No, uh, just, yeah, just roll with this shit. Uh, he, he was fine, you know. He was underperforming from his Wolverhampton times, but again, it's a new club, new formation, new everything. He needs to uh, adapt, and he will adapt fast. I, will, I would put my bet on this. But everyone else, ah, oh, holy fuck. I... Uh, Lucas Moura, Hermanson tried to run, nothing really came out of it. The man who didn't try to run and didn't try to press was Harry Kane. He barely actually fucking jumped when there was a header opportunity, so he was dreadful. Uh, the midfield was losing so much in comparison to Everton's midfield that you thought that they were U21s or maybe U18s, because how the fuck are you getting bullied by Everton, huh?
Ah, you should be embarrassed. The fence was... Was it there? Was it not? It doesn't matter. Because every single team that Mourinho has is a fucking defense overall. And they tried to do something, but in all honesty, nothing came out from whatever they tried to do. Their future really looks dark, because not only did they look dead, but the manager looks so... I don't want to say out of touch, because clearly he can still do something. He just doesn't want to completely change his style. And uh, I would say that he would actually work as either Portuguese, either, other, you know, national team manager. Because here, I think he would work brilliantly. He would pick the, the, the team that he needs with the player that he wants with a certain amount of quality at a certain amount of information, you know. That would work great. And I'm pretty sure he wants to do this, but he still wants to prove to all the people that he still got it, that he's still able to win something. And what a better way to prove it than win something with Tottenham. Unfortunately for Jose, it's just impossible, it seems like. And no matter how much Tottenham fans are going to scream that they have possibly bright future with you know what, I want to talk about this at the end, but fuck it, I'm going to talk about this right now. Uh, with their future look bright with Regulon and Bale coming in from Real Madrid on loan or on full-on transfer, I would still argue that they are not going to get exactly what they need. So, don't get me wrong, those two are quality players, but uh, are you really sure that those players exactly who you need Regulon yeah he definitely goes in easily into this formation you know he can play CDM he can play CM maybe center back left back whoever you want he is a great working guy that looked great at Sevilla where he played this season and won a Europa League and he looked very good at Real Madrid, and a lot of Real Madrid fans were very upset when he left the club on loan. Was it on loan? Was it complete transfer? I don't remember, actually. Uh, but a lot of fans were really sad. Something you cannot say about Bale, who was, if not atrocious lately, uh, his attitude towards the club was really atrocious. And you can pick your own side, support a player or support the club. I heard both sides. I understand both sides and I can agree that in terms of football Bale wasn't really a failure in the club but we need to understand that he always wanted to be the first player the main guy who always will play and when Ronaldo left when Zidane left two people that he if not hated obviously didn't want in the club because one always played every single game and always wanted to be the main the shiny brightest star and the other one didn't really if not rate the guy didn't really think that he's able to contribute to the game as much as he needs to even though he played quite a few games uh back in the days when Zidane was the main coach since 16th season or 17th 16th season yeah Back in the day, he played quite a few, but he always wanted more. And when they both left, 
he absolutely failed. Not only did he get injured once again, but also he showed a bad attitude towards the club one more time, and that was the last, you know, the last drop for the fans, and they turned on him, nearly every single fan turned on him that I know at the very least. And changing the pace, going somewhere, was definitely needed, but he said, fuck off, I'm gonna stay, play golf, and do absolutely nothing, you know, sit on the bench if you wish to, I can play if you wish to, maybe I'm actually gonna score a goal, maybe I'm actually gonna play good, but I don't care, I just wanna get my paycheck. That was his attitude, and you know what, Real Madrid had a chance to send him to China, and he was willing to go to China, they decided not to do this, and now they're stuck with him. And finally, they get an opportunity to sell him, to say, get the fuck out, please, now you can come back to the club that gave you this chance of becoming one of the best players in the world that you totally dropped. At the very least, you got some Champions League trophies and La Liga trophies. So, definitely not the worst career that you can possibly think of. Uh, and for Tottenham, Bale will be a great addition. In theory. Again, they have Lucas Moro, they have him and Son who can run very fast, but you're gonna get the guy who, in the past, was one of the fastest guys in the world of football, but now who has to prove something, not only to the fans, but to himself as well, that Real Madrid were wrong when they put him on the bench, that Real Madrid were fucking blind assholes who haven't seen his old potential, and Tottenham... They're right now, how I said before, in such a big ass that they need any form of something spicy, of something that actually gonna give them an opportunity to spice things up, to fire them up, you know, to bring this fire that they missed for so long. For a year at the very least, in generally, because Pochettino's side was always great, but they also always were missing something and now they're finally spending cash and it's not exactly 50 50 but it's hit or miss you know and Dombele came to Pochettino turned up in a Mourinho squad and he can play well from time to time but there is an obvious conflict between Dombele and Mourinho Doherty again who knows hopefully he will play very well at Tottenham but it's a matter of time when he needs to adjust and actually play well and uh, other transfers like Lucas Moura or somewhat more recent uh, transfers were fine you know Bergwijn for example I really really like the guy uh, first matches that he played here yeah, was actually not phenomenal but so good for Tottenham side. Uh, after the first games, he kind of fell apart a little bit. Couldn't score for quite some time. But then again, he still plays really, really well. And he scores. He contributes to the game positively. So he does his job well. You can't blame the guy. So again, those two transfers can help out Tottenham. Will they win... Any trophy? Of course, no. They nearly got kicked out from the Europa League against some Bulgaria side or some shit like this. And oh my god, it would be so embarrassing for those guys to get knocked out by 
some locomotive unknown side from who fucking knows where and they barely won 2-1 thanks to a penalty and Dombele goal. Phew, embarrassing. But uh, we talked quite a few about the future but let's talk about their opponents who decided to bring the future in their own arms by making couple new signings like James Rodriguez who reportedly came in for free somehow. Yeah, it seems like Zidane was desperate to get rid of the guys who he doesn't like. James, Bale, some other youngsters. Pooh! For example, Hakimi. Jesus Christ. They are desperate to get rid of the talents that actually can play in a different club, not under Zidane. Ah, uh, why the fuck does it turn out to be a uh, Real Madrid rant? Who knows? Uh, I don't. It seems like I have some, some personal vendetta against this club. Um, and you know what? Hamas, Allen, they both were playing since first minute. And you know what? They are class. I actually forgot how good Allen is. He was so good a couple seasons ago in Napoli, but then maybe before Gattuso came in, maybe with Ancelotti, he kind of faded away. But with Gattuso, he barely played, and even when he played, he was a shadow of himself. But this game, he was great. The whole midfield was great, you know. Gomish a little bit higher, actually tried and fight for the ball. Allen lower, creating some chances. James, well, playing as midfielder, but also as a right, right mid, creating chances. Created nearly, like, what, five uh, goal opportunities. Uh, one that definitely should have come in. Actually fighting for the ball, something we haven't seen from him in Real Madrid and in Bayern Munich, doubtably. You know, and it's all under control of a manager who a lot of people just said, something that happened right now with Jose Mourinho, he's too old, he's out of touch, and he's... Uh, Decisions are not contributing to the club well. And arguably in uh, Bayern Munich it was the case. Uh, there was some actual problems with his decision. Like lack of training. The fact that the, that the players needed to hide from a coach and train after the training speaks a lot. But in Napoli he didn't really make the club uh, as good as... Uh, Sarri did, and you clearly see at the first season he was just using Sarri's tactic and adjusting for himself, and then the season after, it wasn't disaster, but there was a lot of uh, trouble inside the club, like Mertens and um, who else, Alan and Insignia especially wanted to leave the club nearly for free because they were so desperate to get rid of the guy uh, or just get the fuck out of there, even though they played for quite some time in Napoli and they called it nearly their home. So clearly there was some trouble with the manager. And a lot of people said it's going to be the end, he's going to Everton instead of Arsenal. This is it. There is no future for him. But last season, yeah, we battered those uh, guys, even with our youngsters. But in all honesty, they didn't look as bad as some people could have think. They were average. 
But now, if we're talking about this game, they were great. They actually run for the for their fucking life. They actually pressed. They were doing everything in their power. Look, Dean, goddamn Barcelona. Of course, you're missing out on your talents. And to be fair, he didn't play well at Barcelona. But still, this guy shines bright. Yeremina, another guy from Barca, who they actually said was in has an interesting future, but still after the World Cup decided to let him go, played very comfortably. You know, he was actually feeling as he was in control. No, maybe not because of the king who played near him or right back like Coleman or whoever else, but because of the midfield who actually were doing great. As I said, they were destroying Tottenham's midfield and it felt like they actually were controlling the game. And not even controlling, they were fucking destroying Tottenham. And Tottenham showed the lack of their abilities, the lack of their... Uh, leadership, lack of everything, name, any composure, and they absolutely missed it. Tottenham, uh, Everton, on the other hand, were really good. And uh, it kind of makes me sick to say those words. But you know what? <laughs> we were saying this, actually. I remember a lot of Everton fans were seeing this, uh, saying this when uh, Andrew Silva was in the club, where someone else was in the club. They have... An interesting season. Maybe they actually gonna be in top eight, but it's gonna happen only if they're gonna continue this pace. If nothing bad is gonna happen with the players, and if they're gonna be able to keep this composure, because keep this intensity, maybe level it up a little bit, and you actually have a decent squad with a decent manager, world class manager. Uh, his tactics are actually working. Undoubtedly, they're going to have their... Well, if everything's going to go like this, they can have their best season in quite some time. Yeah, of course, you could say, oh, they can buy this player to make sure that they're going to play well. But hey, you know what? With this squad, with the amount of money that they spend, they should be in top uh, 8, at the very least of top 10. Something that we were saying for years now. And every single time, somehow they managed to fuck it up. And speaking of fucking up, I completely forgot about Richarlison. Oh, I saw that they gave him 9.1 in a who scored. What the fuck they were smoking? You know, I was praising them way too much. I need to bury them a little bit at the very least. And you know what, I said that a lot of their players felt really good at this match. Someone who didn't actually was Richarlison. Yes, he did have some good moments. He ran past some guys. He dribbled through another part of guys, you know, just for fun. He was okay, then he was really good, and then he dribbled past the goalkeeper, and instead of giving a pass, he decided to shoot. Oh, that greedy motherfucker. This was undoubtedly the best moment of the game that I'm somehow fucking forgot about. I don't know what's wrong with me. And after this, he never felt the same. Yeah, he wasn't awful, without a doubt. But being called the best man of the match? Pfft, no way. No fucking way. This is ridiculous. This moment completely ruined my perspective of him, at least for this match. Delivered for other matches. 
it showed that he is way too greedy. He is way too into himself. And from time to time, you need this from your striker, but uh, you also need him to be rational. And if you know, this is a way too uh, sharp angle for you, too hard for you to hit. And you see that there is an open goal, an open man who can easily fucking score it. You should probably pass. And there was another moment when Hamas uh, gave him a great ball and he somehow fucking missed it. Which I didn't fucking understand too how the fucking you do this. But you know what? He was, if not the worst player of the match, he was the greediest motherfucker. And it didn't really contribute to the game at all. So, uh, uh, I wanted it to end on a high note with the bail and regular transfer news, but obviously I did it in the middle. And you know what? Tottenham are still shit. Will they end their season in top 10? Probably yes. Will they struggle a lot? Without a doubt. Can this season uh, be turned around by those two transfers? And if those transfers actually come in handy and they're going to play well and Jose's system will actually work, yes. But he, you can clearly hear I said a lot of and, 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 and what if. So a lot of things should come in handy for them to actually make this shit work. And even if they're going to be able to make this shit work, they're definitely not going to end up in top five or top three, uh, and you will ask question even as non-Tottenham fan, and as a Tottenham fan, well, we get rid of Pochettino, uh, who gave us the best moments of probably our life as a Tottenham supporters, and we get in Jose, and we can get nowhere close to the results that we got with Pochettino. So what the fuck are we supposed to do next? And let's be honest, Jose always had this three-season run. Third season, his last one. This one could be his last one if he's going to fuck it up completely. But um, next season can possibly be, well, 90% or at least 80-70% his last season with Tottenham. And undoubtedly he's going to be remembered as average to one of the worst coaches for Premier League Tottenham in the last nearly 10 years. Well, that's an overstatement because he clearly gave them some sort of system and they didn't fail completely in terms of Premier League table last season. But let's be honest, the way of expectations the Tottenham fans got and the way of reality worked out uh, is fucking sky and ground. So, pff, was he good in Tottenham? No. Will he be good at Tottenham? Probably no. But we can only wait and see. Uh, Everton, on the other hand, again, has a bright future ahead of them. they probably gonna fuck it up somehow. At least as a Liverpool supporter, I hope this is gonna be the case. But, I don't want them to fail miserably. I want to see actually good football from this side and after this match I know that they're capable of doing this and I want to see it again because Hans is an interesting player who can bright shine in the Premier League 
surprisingly, because a lot of people thought that he's not going to be fit enough, he's not going to be strong enough to play in the Premier League, and maybe that's going to be the case, because we only saw one match. But we can only wait and see. So let's hope for the best, but I'm not holding my breath. Premier League is back, and actually today, Bundesliga is coming back. Bayern Munich versus Schalke. Uh, some good news for me. Thiago officially left Bayern Munich, and today I'm pretty sure they're gonna announce him as a Liverpool player. Oh, that's that's a relief. But I still think we need to make at least one more signing because the defense, the attack. Ugh. But okay, let's not talk about Liverpool here. It will be very interesting how Bayern Munich will play after the success that they got with the Champions League and after losing um, their Maestro. Plus Schalke, they were not so strong in the last year, maybe two, but as a first match, it's going to be very interesting to watch. So thank you again for listening to my angry rant on Tottenham, on the future, and just basically uh, opinion on this match. Hear you soon, guys.